Good morning, and good morning to you, too. This is the day after Memorial Day, and I'm glad to be here with you on Law of the Land, and I'm Gloria J. Brown Marshall. I want to follow up on Freedom Schools, Freedom Schools in 1964, and we had Freedom Riders in the 1960s, those brave people who decided they chose to go down south to help register African-Americans to vote. Many of them, like Fannie Lou Hamer at the time, did not know she had the right to vote. And then Fannie Lou Hamer registered to vote and was thrown off of her land as a sharecropper, the land she shared with the plantation owner at the time, her husband, her children, all thrown off of that land. Well, Freedom Schools came out of that. Freedom Schools, you had schools that were dedicated to teaching people how to take the literacy test. Yes, there was a time when we had to take a literacy test in order to vote. And so I would like Freedom Schools to come back since we don't have civics government. Uh, The classes that we used to have, social studies, it was called to teach about government. I'd like you, wherever you are, to actually teach a freedom class. I'm going to be teaching a freedom class online on June 25th, June 25th, more information to be given. It'll be on the website of WBAI, the information for a freedom class. It'll be a class, a short one that we're going to talk about government, how the government works. We'd like your young people to be on with us for our freedom class or WBAI freedom class, June 25th. June 25th, look for more information on the WBAI website, a freedom class to have our young people know more about social studies, government, just how our government works. So if you would please just gather some young people with you, it'll only be like an hour or so, gather some young people with you and we'll have a a short freedom class on how our government works. And as I said, um, look for more information on the WBAI website, June 25th, Saturday, June 25th, Freedom Class. It's for those young people to learn more about our government. Freedom Class, be there. Since it's at Memorial Day, but not that far, only one day, I'm still trying to remember. Mostly we talk about Memorial Day because it speaks to those who fought for the country in the military. Well, I want to expand that. I want to expand it beyond those who fought for the country in the military. I want to expand it to those who fought for what makes this country worth laying down the lives for in the military. What makes this country are the activists who put their lives on the line to make this country what it is, to make this country worth fighting for in the military. And so I would like us to talk about, think about, to raise the names of activists. But at the same time, we've been through so much together these two years, two years and and two months, going on three months together in this pandemic. And the pandemic is still going on, but we were here for each other. And many of us lost loved ones. We lost friends. We lost those whom we may not have known personally, but meant a lot to us. I'd like you to take this time out to say their name. I'm opening the phone lines. I want you to say their names. 
please feel free to come online, 212-209-2877. This is not about political statements. Do not do that. Don't disrespect this time. This is a time about saying the name of those loved ones. We haven't had a, a mutual time to gather together to express our grief, to raise up the names of those we lost, those we loved. We have this time now. That's what makes WBAI so special. We have this time for you to say their names. So 212-209-2877 is the open phone line for you to call and say the name of the loved one, the friend, the person in the world who was lost through this pandemic. This is our way of sharing the grief, that you're not alone in your grief. WBAI has been there throughout this time. I've tried to be there. I've tried to be here right on the station. I've tried to be a part of our ongoing wandering, bringing in experts, talking about issues, trying to preserve uh, our intelligence, our our spirit, trying to be a, a community. A community celebrates together, a community that learns together, in a community that also grieves together. So for this particular program, we are going to share our grief. We are going to give the name of those persons, give those names, say their names that we lost, the names who were family members, friends, community members, people we lost during this pandemic. And it needn't be someone we lost to the coronavirus itself. It can be someone we lost during this time period, because unfortunately, that has happened too. During this time period, we've lost people to to cancer, to car accidents, to so many other reasons, so-called natural causes. But we've lost people during this time period, and we really haven't had the chance to grieve as a community. And so I would like to take this time, this very precious airtime we have on WBAI to grieve for those people that you have the opportunity to call out the name of your loved one, 212-209-2877. And I'll begin with, with my mother, Ardeth Marie Bradshaw. Ardeth Marie Bradshaw was a diva a child prodigy on classical piano. She was playing concerts at age nine. She was playing concerts. And just think about when this was in the 1940s. She was playing concerts as a little girl in Kansas. So I say her name. I say the name of my my late husband, Ernie Marshall. I say the name of William Miles Brown Jr., my brother. These are people just lost through the pandemic, but these are also people who meant a great deal to me, people for whom I would lay flowers down on the grave during Memorial Day. I think about my my Uncle Howard and my my Uncle Leonard. I think about um, Philip Everett Purnell, but I just think about the people who who passed on during this pandemic. And this is an opportunity for you to say their name, 212-209-2877. If you lost someone during the pandemic, give me a call, say their name, 212-209-2877. Memorial Day and the beginning of Juneteenth, 
and Juneteenth is that, um, I guess, a celebration. I, I, I always say that I, as an African-American and activist and someone who's been discussing race and the law and American history for so long, that I asked for criminal justice reform and we got Juneteenth. But as many African-Americans and others know, you make the best out of whatever you've been given. And so we're going to make the best out of Juneteenth. As I said, I asked for criminal justice reform. We received Juneteenth. And we're going to take Juneteenth and we're going to make it into something involving activism. We're going to have freedom classes during June for Juneteenth, but we're also going to have the ability to go and think about June as a time for not just celebrating and having barbecues and getting together with family, which is fine, but also think of it as a time to learn more about Black history, taking June as that month to learn and read more about Black history, Juneteenth. And so thinking about the activists, I think about Charles Hamilton Houston, and Charles Hamilton Houston made this country worth fighting for. Charles Hamilton Houston, who fought in World War I and was treated so poorly, he decided to dedicate his life to overturning Plessy versus Ferguson. Charles Hamilton Houston for Memorial Day is an activist, I believe, who should be remembered for making this country worth fighting for. He was the one who was dean of Howard Law School. He created the power that Howard Law School has today. It was on this foundation that Charles Hamilton Houston came up with the, the legal strategies that laid the groundwork for overruling Plessy versus Ferguson and so many other cases. It was Charles Hamilton Houston who laid the foundation for Brown v. Board of Education. Charles Hamilton Houston, who was dean of Howard Law School and created the power that Howard had in developing civil rights attorneys like Thurgood Marshall and Robert Carter and so many others. Charles Hamilton Houston said, for lawyers, if you are not a social engineer, then you are a leech on society. So being a lawyer and congratulating yourself that you just graduated from law school, that is fantastic. I applaud you for graduating from law school. What are you going to do to help your community with that law degree? What are you going to do to help other communities with that law degree? So it's not just about getting a law degree to make your life better economically. It's about using it as a tool to make life better for yourself and for others, to be a weekend warrior, a weekend warrior. Yes, use that legal degree to go out and do battle on the weekends. You don't have to be a civil rights attorney during the week, but you can be a warrior on the weekends where you're going to do battle using that law degree as a weapon and a shield, not just for these issues of concern to you, but of concern to others. Those law students, law graduates out there, how are you going to use that law degree? I want you to think about how you plan on using it. Yes, it's been a tough road, three years, grueling years. And then to have law school during a pandemic when many of the cases and classes and all this information was given over the internet, over Zoom. But you can do it. 
You can be a weekend warrior. You can use that law degree for more. And you might think, wow, I can't believe I just graduated and now I have all this law school debt. What am I going to do? You will figure out a way to use that law degree for the good. And when you do, you'll be rewarded. Well, remembering Charles Hamilton Houston, Thurgood Marshall, Robert Carter, Constance Baker Motley, so many other lawyers who use their law degree for good, who are activists who should be remembered for Memorial Day for making this country worth fighting for. And if you want to remember an activist, please call 212-209-2877, 212-209-2877. This Memorial Day, these activists actually made this country worth fighting for. And if you lost a loved one during this pandemic season, then call 212-209-2877 in order for you to say their names. And when you do, you will feel that you are part of a community, a community of people who are coming together, who want to be a part of a community that's healing together. And 212-209-2877 is the number. We're going to go to this musical break. And when we come back on the other side, we'll say their names. How do I say goodbye? And I'll take 
This is Law of the Land with Gloria J. Brown Marshall. We are grieving together. We're having our own memorial service, if you want to say that, here on Law of the Land. We're going to say their names. And we have our first good morning. Say their name. Hi, good morning, Gloria. I'd like to give honor and say the name of my mother, Willene Carson. Uh a great friend of mine, Brother Kenneth France, and the wife of a dear friend, Helen Vieira. Ashe, thank you. We are on the line today. We're sharing our grief. We're sharing what we've been through over these two years 
of this pandemic, those who have lost people during this two-year period, now's the time for our own Memorial Day service to say their names here on Law of the Land. Good morning. Say their names. Good morning. I'd like to lift up Zebedee Collins, who danced with Asadada Zephora, the first person to present African dance as an opera in the United States of America. And I'd also like to lift up my grandmother's grandmother, America Bryant, who was five years old during the uh, uh, emancipation. Thank you. Ashe. Thank you. We are sharing the names. Ashe. We are sharing the names. We're saying their names. We're going through our own memorial service for this pandemic. We haven't had a chance to do that as a community, but we're also thinking about how the Memorial Day is a day in which we talk about people in the military who served and gave their lives. But what about the activists? What about the people who made this country worth fighting for? So we're lifting up names today on law of the land good morning good morning say their names good morning gloria good morning gloria good morning it's a wonderful thing that you're gonna set up the situation concerning the uh, social studies that's great my condolence i want to go out my name is Asaw, by the way i'm from Harlem. My condolence I would like to mention is for uh, Viola Liuso during the uh, summer rides. She lost yes. her life in the South. And basically, that's it. I can say more names, but there's other people that want to call. You have a blessed day. You have a blessed day. Blessed day as well. Ashe, Viola Liuso is a woman, a, a, a European-American woman, Italian descent from Detroit, who decided when she saw the Martin Luther King and others in Selma that she would come down and actually be a part of that voter registration drive and the push for voting rights in Alabama. She came down to Alabama from Detroit, and she was in a car, and Klansmen, other white, you know, we'll say, sep- white separatists or domestic terrorists, whatever you want to call them, ran them off the road, shot at the car, killed her, and we lift her name up as an activist who was working to make this country worth fighting for. Thank you so much. Good morning. Good morning. Please say their name. Good morning. Around the country, all the subjects who served very proudly their country. And last year on Memorial Day, a retired Lieutenant Colonel Bernard Kempter, U.S. Army, had his mic cut off on Memorial Day when he was telling the origin of what he thinks is one of the earliest Memorial Day celebrations. Former slaves, freed slaves, and black workmen found a mass grave with 260 Union soldiers in Charleston, South Carolina. They took each one, gave them a single grave, a proper burial, two weeks prior to May 1st, 1865. And Yale historian David Blythe uncovered that story. So check that out. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We know about Fort Pillow and during Fort Pillow, the the battle at Fort Pillow in which black soldiers were slaughtered. They were prisoners of war and they were slaughtered by Nathan Bedford. 
and they were slaughtered there and they were put in mass graves as well. We, we also know that without the black soldiers, without the black soldiers fighting on behalf of the Union Army, during the Civil War, the North would have lost. Abraham Lincoln said this, without those Black soldiers, the North would have lost. So we lift up the names of the Black soldiers who made this country, fought for this country, and continue to make this country worth fighting for. We also will be praise out to Frank Smith and the African American Civil War Museum in Washington, D.C. If you have a chance to travel to Washington, D.C., the African American Civil War Museum has a monument with the names of the black soldiers who fought in the Civil War. My relatives are included among those names. I lift up my relatives and I lift up all of those men, women, and children who fought for this freedom that we have today during the Civil War. This is Call out their names, 212-209-2877. I am asking you to be a part of a memorial service online, on the radio. What are we going to do in the midst of a pandemic? We've lost so many. If there are names that you want to call out, names of people um, who were taken passed on transition during this pandemic, now is the time to give homage to them, to call out their name, to be a part of our shared memorial service. Also, we have Memorial Day that we have military people, and it's for them who gave their lives. And my uncle Leonard gave his his life blood for the military. He died of cancer, but he gave his life as a military person. I've had generation after generation of those who have served in the military, gave their, their mind, their life, their, their abilities to the military. But I want to also know that without the activists who forced this constitution to be applied to all, without those activists and the work of the activists, this country was made to be fought for is made to be a country worthy of the fight because of the work of so many of these activists. And so today we're calling out the names of those activists, but we're also lifting up those loved ones who were lost during this time period. And so calling right now, you can be a part of this communal time in which we can mourn together. We can have our own Memorial Day. 212-209-2877, a memorial on WBAI for those who were lost during this pandemic. And you're on the line. Good morning. Call out their names. Say their names. I would like to lift up the name of an activist journalist, Glenn Ford, dedicated to bringing us the truth, clarifying our position in this political system which has us entrapped and lighting the way through his journalism for a better way of life for us all. Glenn Ford, thank you. Thank you, Ashe, Ashe. This is a time, yes, it's unusual, but it's a time in which let's use the radio. Let's use the instruments we have. Remember, I always say for your activism, use what you have within the wingspan of your arms. We have so many things, so many tools that we can use to inspire, to inform, to empower. Well, I'm using this tool, this this radio show that I've been given to have our own Memorial Day to lift up the activists who have made this country worth fighting for. Think about that concept. 
a country worth fighting for because of people like Ella Baker, who was a community organizer, because of Vernon Dahmer, who gave his life for voting rights, because of so many voting rights martyrs, Harry and Harriet Moore in Florida, who were blown up in their home on Christmas Day by a domestic terrorist because they were activists within the NAACP, because they were trying to get Black people to have equal rights in this country in the 1950s, blown up in their home, a married couple, Harry and Harriet Moore. I lift them up. Ashe. And so let's go to our next caller. Say their name on this Memorial Day of our own. Say their name. Hello. Good morning. Martha Leah Williams. Ronaldo Bastos. Ashe. Ashe, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much. I want us to know that sharing is a part of caring. We've been so isolated. We've been so emotionally isolated, unable to share our feelings with other people. We see people who are just having breakdowns. We see people who are, are so constrained and so um, so a part of this, this sense of alone, of being lonely and alone, that they are unable to be able to share. Maybe they have no one with whom they can share. But at this moment, at this moment, you can share the name of that loved one you lost. I've told people before, my mother, Arthur Marie Bradshaw, died from complications from the second Moderna shot. We protected her that entire time, worried, prayed for her, cried about her. And then finally, the, 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 um, the vaccination comes and what happens? Can you imagine the pain of our family? So many families have lost loved ones due to the vaccination. And I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm not saying that at all. I did take the Pfizer shot. It was very difficult, but I did it. All I'm saying is that there were complications of these vaccinations, and those people were lost during this pandemic, and they should be counted as tragedies to the pandemic, not just those who died from the disease itself, but we're lifting up those people. I remember the U-Haul trailer in Brooklyn filled with bodies. This is what we've been through. And we've numbed ourselves in many ways because we haven't really had a communal memorial for what we have seen, what we've experienced over these, these two years. Remember the sirens in the Bronx, those constant sirens going through the Bronx constantly. Remember those people who were unable to get help when they needed help. Think about the medical staff, the, the nursing staff, and all those people who sacrificed. I remember being out on my, my terrace, banging the pot at 7 o'clock. I remember that. We can't numb ourselves to it. If we do, it'll just come up in some other way. So 212-209-2877. Let's have another call. Say their name. Good morning. Say their name. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? 
I am doing well. Good morning. How are you? Very good. I'd like to mention two people. Um, my brother, Mark Smallwood, who, was, um, who passed away, was an um, advocate of African-American history, and a mentor, Lawrence Young, who also um, was an advocate of African-American history. Thank you. Ashe, Ashe. Ashe, Ashe. We're here sharing. That's what we're doing right now. We're sharing our grief. We're going to have a musical break, and then we'll be right back. We have other people on the line, and I know you're there. And just just give us this one musical break, and we'll be right with you on this day, Law of the Land with Gloria J. Brown Marshall, our own type of memorial that we're having, our own Memorial Day on WBAI. This is the type of radio station we are, where we can have a Memorial Day for our listeners for the loss that we've suffered to lift up those people by their name, say their name. No other radio station would do this, could do this, but we're doing it here on WBAI. We'll be right back after this musical break. Say their name, 212-209-2877.
I'll Be Missing You. That was Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, featuring Faith Evans and 112. Before that, we heard So Hard to Say Goodbye, Boys to Men, as well as Simon and Garfunkel, Bridge Over Troubled Water. We're listening and trying to respect those and just capture the feeling of a memorial service that is also somewhat of a celebration of life, but to remember those who were the activists who made this country worth fighting for, for Memorial Day, as well as remembering and lifting up those whom we lost. And we want to remember those whom were lost during this pandemic, but also those who were lost and we want to remember as activists. You're on Law of the Land. Good morning. Say their name. Good morning. I have a question, and, and thank you for being my namesake. And my name is Gloria, too, but I won't be jealous of you, even though you're younger and more beautiful than I'll ever be. <laughs> Everybody I'm looks so younger great. on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm so grateful for what you're doing. Are we? Can we say the names, whether or not they're people of color? Because yes, of course. Hallelujah. Well, see, I was out of the room. <laughs> but the name I have, and we don't hear it often enough, as far as I'm concerned, I happen to be a person of color, and this individual left six motherless children driving people in Mississippi to vote. And I'm speaking of Viola Liuzzo. Yes, and say, and say the name again. Viola Liuzzo. In the and, and, you're, you're, and this is so amazing. We did talk about her when you were out of the room. We, so what else lifted up the name of Viola Liuzzo? And I okay. actually talk, okay. talked about her in some detail. So, yes, uh, Ashe will lift her up again. That's true. We, she we is somebody all, who we're did, grateful for the fact that they made the ultimate sacrifice. That, that's yes. Yes, and that's why when we talk about Memorial Day, that's why I said the ultimate sacrifice made through the military, but the ultimate sacrifice was made by many through activism who were not in the military, who didn't get any extra battle pay for this. They just decided they wanted to fight for their country, and they made this country worth fighting for in the military. I want us to lift up our activists who lost their lives and made the ultimate fact sacrifice because their lives were taken by other Americans who did not want to see equality in America. So yes, thank you for lifting up the name of Viola Luizzo. And we're going to continue to lift up the names of those people who have been lost during this pandemic, but also those activists who made this country worth fighting for. Mary Church Terrell is an activist who worked for nearly a hundred years in Washington, D.C., she did so much as far as community activism, but she was also a grand dame of Washington, D.C., Mary Church Terrell, and of course, um, um, Ida Barnett. And Ida Barnett, if you think about the, the fact that there was so much that Ida Barnett did as a journalist, as an activist, as a school teacher, we know that, that Ida Barnett was the one who gave us the information behind lynching in, dis, in discerning, uncovering the fact that so many people said that Black men were being lynched because 
they had assaulted white women when in the majority of cases there were no women involved at all. It was based on jealousy. It was based on trying to keep um, the, the message of white superiority that by crushing black people who actually showed themselves with some dignity, who, who decided not to look at the ground or decided not to be cheated out of their wages. And those people were lynched in so many other ways in which um, Ida Barnett worked to make this country a better place. I lift up her name as an activist. And good morning, good morning. You're on Law of the Land. Say their name. Hello. Good morning, yes. Uh, hi, good morning. Uh, thank you for your show. Um, I'm like Dr. Ben, was historian. Yes. And Dr. Clark was also a historian that taught me a lot. I, I feel privileged that I, I, I was able to hear them. And uh, Martin Luther King. Yes. Okay. Ashe, Ashe. Thank you, Ashe. Dr. Ben, Dr. Clark, Martin Luther King, and many people may not know. I had friends who took the trip with Dr. Ben to Egypt, and he would give these exploratory trips where in-depth information was given about the role of, of, of sub-Saharan or, or, or dark Africans, but also the role of, of, of what uh, Egypt played in, in the rest of the world and, and what the rest of the world gained from Egypt. We finally you know, look at it and sum it up as a pyramid, pyramids, but there was so much more. And I know people learned a lot. I had the honor to meet Dr. Clark and, and that was something, he was blind and he would give these detailed speeches and talks and lectures, blind I'm telling you, I was there. We sat at his feet the first time I met him when I lived in Philadelphia before I'd even moved to New York. And this was something that was just amazing to me that he had such a memory. I, I also, uh, you know, want to, to note that Clark House is in Harlem and Clark House is a, is a place that's always in need of assistance and donations. And so Clark House is, is, is named after, after Dr. Clark. Um, good morning. Good morning. You're on Law of the Land. We're here to have our own memorial service. Say their name. Good morning. Dr. Good morning. J. Hooker, who was the first African-American woman to join the SPARS, United States Coast Guard Women's Reserve. And I also want to take the name of her entire family, who are the Survivors, the survivors of Black Wall Street, and today being the 101st anniversary of Black Wall Street, I say their name, the Samuel Hooker family. Ashe, Ashe, that is amazing. Thank you so much. I am so glad that you have brought that out. I had a chance to meet some of the survivors and to find after all this time, they are a hundred years old, a hundred and one, a hundred and seven. The survivors, the, the handful of survivors of the slaughter in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the slaughter that took place, and in what it, in, in 1921, and what was Black Wall Street that was pointed out, and what's so amazing about this is that they know the details. They were children at the time of the slaughter, and they lived to see finally that the case for reparations is going forward. Yes, the case for reparations has been going forward now. There was a lawsuit brought, and now the court, the federal courts have determined that there 
can be a lawsuit for reparations for the attack on the Black community, the thriving, wealthy Black community in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So yes, please lift up their names, say their names, all of those people who lost their lives during that attack vicious attack by domestic terrorists in this country against Black people who are prosperous, and also all those who fought this entire time to try to get the the shine of light of, of day and democracy, the light of justice on what happened in Tulsa in 1921 to that Black community there, and all of the communities in East St. Louis, in in Rosewood, so many different places, Springfield, Illinois, so many different communities that were attacked during the Red Summer. Yes, just as there were um, attacks on Black communities and attacks on Black people during our pandemic, during the Spanish flu, there were also attacks on Black communities. In 1919, the Red Summer, all of those communities across the country, the reason why it was called the Red Summer was because they said that the streets ran red with blood during the summer of 1919 from all the white domestic terrorists attacking Black communities during the Spanish flu. Yes, the Spanish flu was from 1918 to 1920, just as ours lasted approximately two years. And it was during that time period that we had so many attacks on Black people. So what I want to do once again we have a little bit more time, 212-209-2877, 212-209-2877. I want to just have another short musical break, and then we'll be back with a few more listeners who can lift up the names of the loved ones who were lost during this pandemic season, but also lift up the names of those activists who made this country worth fighting and dying for, the activists who paid the act, the actual consequence of their activism through their deaths murdered by trying to bring equality to this country. We're going to lift them up and say their names right after this musical break. We'll be right back. Not 
understanding your place On every face Taste the same A broken dream And that was Mavis Staples You're not alone And you're not alone. WBAI is here as a platform for listeners who can share their grief, lift up the names of those who have been lost, lift up the names of activists, activists like Daisy Bates of Little Rock, Arkansas. I lift up the name of Trayvon Martin. I lift up the name of Ahmed Aubrey. We're here lifting up the names of those people who have made the ultimate sacrifice to create the country worth fighting for. We're also lifting up the names of those people who have been lost and those we want to remember. Good morning. You're on Law of the Land. Say their name. Good morning. Good yes, morning. good morning. I would like to say the name of my mother, Vardis, my son, Chef Milo, and one of my mentors, Lumbe Brath. Ashe, Ashe, and Ashe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're saying their names. We're lifting up their names. We're coming together as a community. And for all of you out there, say their names, even if you're in your own home, just say their name, release it, release it, take a moment just to release it. There's so much we have pent up inside, so much we're we're holding on to. And this is just one moment where you can say their name and release it as a community. You're on Law of the Land. Good morning. Say their name. Good morning, Dr. Marshall. Yes, I want to lift up all of the millions of Africans who never made it to the shores of America. The Africans who who passed away in the Middle Passage. All praise to them and Ashe, Ashe, Asheo. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, all of those, all of those Africans in the Middle Passage and lift up all of those who never made it to the shore, who were coming from the interior, from their homes, stolen, kidnapped from their homes. And because of all that had happened, never made it to the shore to get on that ship, to be forced on it into North America, South America, and all places around the globe of the diaspora. Ashe to all of them. We lift them up. And we lift up their spirits and we we thank them and we say, please, for your sacrifice, please have your souls be free. We want to make sure that we are saying the names of those people close to you. Lift them up. Lift their names up for those people during this Memorial Day. So many people couldn't travel to go to those places they would normally visit to visit their loved ones, the site, the the burial places of their loved ones. They didn't have a chance to do this. We're uh, having this now. We're having this time, this communal time. Once again, you're on the air. This is Law of the Land. Say their name. Robert Knight from WBAI. Um, Dr. Laila Africa, who was one of my teachers, another one of my teachers, D. Gary Young, my dear friend Annette Averett, um, my mother, Hester Bateman Spencer Hines, and Prince Rogers Nelson.
Ashe, 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 and Ashe, thank you so much for sharing. It is appreciated. And I, I want to lift up uh, Asiya Muhammad, and he was a friend of mine. He was at WPFW. He mentored me. I met him at the Democratic National Convention um, as, and following the trail for um, the re-election campaign of President Barack Obama, we were on that election campaign trail together. We met in Florida and so many other places we ended up, and we ended up becoming friends. So Asiya I, I Muhammad, I lift you up. And I we have time for two more. So you're on Law of the Land. Good morning. Say their name. Good morning. Uh, this is Serene. Thanks so much for taking my call. We've had a lot of losses in the Pacifica family and in the WBAI family. But most recently, I learned that the siblings of two of our beloved brothers, uh, Anthony Sloan, who was the arts director at WBAI, lost his elder brother, and Melvin Simmons, who is a renowned uh, videographer, everyone in New York who's been to anything relating to African people know his work. He recently lost his sister. Um, so I wanted to share their losses with the BAI family and also to remind people that the tribute to the ancestors of the Middle Passage is going ahead on uh, June 11th, 12 noon at Coney Island. There should be a cart coming up, hopefully. Give us a little more information. Do you just very quickly, do you have a website for that or anything for people to find? They don't, for more they information? don't have a website, but if you search using good search, not the other G word, um, tribute to the ancestors of the Middle Passage, uh, you will you will come up with an article. It, it, 12 noon, the second Saturday in June, we stay there until sunset when we approach the water, bring drums, wear white or African clothing, uh, bring fruit, bring flowers, bring a good spirit. It'll be outdoors. I recommend people still wear their masks. Um, any train to Coney Island, 16th Street, Ancestors Circle is what we call the location. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing. And Ashe to all those ancestors. We have one last call. Caller, thank you so much for sharing. You're on WBAI. Hi, I would like to honor Cecilia Johnson. Uh, she was a teacher. She taught with me at the Frederick Douglass Center in Brooklyn. She traveled by the train from the Bronx to Brooklyn every day, and she was one of the best teachers in this school. And I feel terrible that she's gone, and I'm so glad I got this opportunity to say her name. Ashe, and thank you. And let's, let's lift up all the teachers who have passed away, all of our teachers who were people who gave of themselves, whether or not it's K through 12 or college, law school, graduate school, PhD programs, wherever it is, the mentors, the teachers. And may I end with my mentor, my teacher, my friend who passed on, Jocelyn Clopton Cooper, who was an activist and a link and someone who tried so very hard to instill in young people a sense of their confidence in their destiny, that they had something to contribute in this world. I want to also, in my last moments, let you know that I will be on a panel um, hosted by the Queens Public Library on June 13th. This is a Juneteenth panel on um, Juneteenth and reparations. That's June 13th, Monday, June 13th. The information is on the website of the Queen's 
Public Library. It is online. You need a Zoom link, but the Queens Public Library will have the information. Go to their website, the Queens Public Library. Thank you so much. I want to just thank all of you and remember that our freedom class is on Saturday, June 25th. I want young people and curious adults to be there. This has been Law of the Land, and I thank you so much for being a part of this memorial service for those activists, for our loved ones, for all of you who whisper the names in the privacy of your own home or at work. Ashe, Ashe, and Ashe.